going to stay, right, from the Revenue Appeal Tribunal, restraining the Gambia Revenue Authority from uh, continuing the seizure of our property. Uh, when we got that stay, we went to the ZRA uh, people and saved it on them, and they signed, acknowledging that uh, they've received it. And we communicated to them that uh, we were going to go ahead uh, to save the same stay on uh, the police officers who were, uh, you know, in control of our uh, head office, the editorial office. So when we saved that stay on the police officers, then they said that uh, they needed to consult with their, 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 their command. Meanwhile, the ZRA officer whom we asked to also communicate with the police officers to uh, give us access to the premises also said he was going to, you know, communicate with his superiors and uh, uh, reach a compromise that allowed us to, to go back and uh, start working. But then, somewhere along the way, the decision was made that uh, we shouldn't, you know, be allowed to, to gain access. Who made that decision? We, we have no idea because what happens is the ZRA people said uh, when we when we got, called the gentleman who signed after receiving the the, 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 the injection the injunction that we we obtained, he said that uh, I can't tell the police officers to open the gate first. I have to call my superiors. I'll get back to you. That was his response. But the police officers they also said. Well, we have we haven't been told to allow you to come in. So you 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 had the injunction to stay, but you were still arrested. Did did they charge you with anything? Now what happened is that we went into the premises because we had that injunction. So we went into the premises, but that was the point now when the police officers uh, informed their superiors that these people have you know gotten inside the the, the offices. I personally you know drove in and parked my vehicle and went into my office. And, and the other people who, had, uh, who were also present at the other employees who were present at the office time also managed to have access to the premises. Some of them have been left. Do you feel that uh, the policemen were getting orders from somewhere above the revenue authority? Yes, the police officers were actually getting instructions straight from State House. We can prove that, and we've reported that as a matter of fact. The police officers were getting instructions from State House and the, some agents of State House actually came to our premises, and they were giving orders to the police. Okay, they came, switched off the offices, commanded me to leave, and when I was leaving the office, they grabbed me like a criminal, like the worst criminal you can ever think of. Started beating me up, you know, punching me, slapping me, dragged me to the, you know, to the to the tarmac. And when uh, the editor-in-chief tried to, uh, to say, to reason to the police, you cannot be beating a human being like this. They started beating him as well, dragged him, uh, you know, uh, together with me. When the editor-in-chief's wife complained, you cannot be treating people like this, they beat her and also put her together with the two of us and started dragging, you know, the three of us away, sat us down. That was the picture that you probably may have seen, which is now circulating in Zambia, of us in the middle of the tarmac, all right, after we had been beaten. And later on, these, you know, PF cadres, whom we have actually identified, who are giving instructions to the police, and we have reported this in the story that is coming out in our tomorrow's edition, they were actually giving instructions to the police to beat us as much as they could. They dragged us to the police station without any charge at all. And detained us. How long did they detain you? 
we were at the police station from uh, 11, 11.30 p.m. somewhere there up to about 5 p.m. the following day. We spent the night at the police. And later on, after we were released, we actually showed them I have bruises on my back and scars. And my, my eye socket is, you know, swollen. Uh, my lower jaw is felt like it was dis- dislocated. We complained, can we be allowed to go to the hospital? They couldn't allow us. Now, uh, President Lungu recently uh, defended the, the shutting down or the closure of your newspaper, saying that uh, the timing, as has been said, has nothing to do uh, with the elections, with the upcoming elections in, in August. Do, do, is that something that you believe, that there's no connection between the closure of your newspaper and the upcoming elections in August? I think that's prejudicial, because the president cannot in one breath say the money that is owed to ZRA must be paid when the newspaper has gone to court to challenge the amount of money that we are, you know, owing the delay. We feel that the president could not, you know, uh, come up with that statement because what that statement was practically saying was, you know, encouraging the, the, the people in the judiciary who are handling this case to proceed in that manner. And you cannot say the judiciary is going to act independently when the president has already given a judgment. He's as good as giving us a judgment. So you're saying that the president exactly. has pronounced himself on this case and there's no way an independent judiciary would actually go against uh, what the president has said? We, exactly. What, which judge is going to go against what the president has we are, said? We are very, very uh, uh, sure that there are some individuals in the judiciary who are courageous and who would, write, who would like to stand on the right side of the law and the right side of history. But the statement coming from the president cannot be taken as a mere statement. This particular statement is actually explaining to the judiciary that this is how this matter is going to be solved. That's it. What, what is the history between you, your, your paper, The Post, and, and the president, and, and President Eddie Galong and his uh, political party? Have you, in the past, have, have you clashed about some of the things that you've probably written? Well, look, um, the, the, the story between The Post and the Patriotic Front government is really long. But what I can tell you is that from where we stand as a newspaper, this has got to do with the elections that we are having in about a month's time. That is all we can say, because, look, this is the newspaper that has uh, exposed all the schemes that the ruling party has put in place to try and get uh, the election uh, outcome in, in, in favor. We have actually reported of, you know, the companies that they've hired, election hearing companies that they've hired to try and see if they could swing the results. We reported that. We have reported when the president, through his press aide, wrote a letter to the chief of intelligence, giving instructions that you should work with this Israeli company called Timo Consulting and make sure that the PF government wins the election. We reported that. They denied we showed proof, including the letter that they distributed. We reported that. This is a newspaper that has actually shown proof of the hundreds of thousands of foreigners who have been registered to vote in Zambia in the August 11 election. We have brought that out, and that has not been very, you know, going, uh, that hasn't gone down very well with the ruling party. There are so many. We have, we have reported the corruption at State House. My colleagues have been arrested. We have, my colleagues are in court for defamation of the president, public, publishing classified information. I am now going to be uh, dragged into court for criminal trespassing on our own premises. Since when did an editor go to jail for, you know, even if you were, you were to be accused of failing to pay tax? Do you have to go to prison in this manner?
Now, um, so, so the, the, it's clear. It's clear. It's clear that for the from where the PF is standing, this newspaper should not resume operations until you know they are done with their campaigns, until the election is over, and maybe we can they can decide what to do with us later on. But they sh at all costs, we shouldn't be allowed to operate.